Okay, so I saw Cruella last night. It's a movie. Alright, so Cruella is Disney's latest like live action slash soft prequel to the 101 Dalmatians, you know, the movie that didn't need a sequel, but they made one, you know, years ago that was okay. It didn't need a prequel, which they technically already made one, but now we're getting a prequel for the main villain of the movie, which by the way is a woman who tortures and skins puppies in order to make fashion statements. That's literally the villain. She's a fucked up, torturous piece of shit psychopath. That's the whole point of the character. So, are the reviews accurate? Is Emma Stone legitimately magnetizing, and is Cruella a seriously awesome take on a character that nobody necessarily wanted? Well, yes and no, respectively. So let's get into the nitty gritty of it, because I do have quite a lot to say about this film, so we're going to be here for a little bit. Let me get the things that I do like out of the way for Cruella first, because ironically enough, if you've seen any of my other movie reviews, then you know that I usually have more negative things to say than I do positive things to say. I don't know why. I just choose to watch movies that I know are going to make me angry and make reviews about them. I don't know why I fucking do it. So what is good about this film? Well, first off, Emma Stone is legitimately good in the role. Now, if you go into it with like high expectations, then you're probably always going to be disappointed by Disney live-action films because usually they're never actually that good. Once or twice, there's like a rare exception with something like Cinderella, which took more of a Grimm's fairy tale execution and actually had some legitimately awesome costume design and some stellar music. And yeah, I mean, it's still a really safe film. And it's nothing particularly fascinating, but at the end of the day, they did enough different with it that you actually enjoy your time with it. But then you go and you watch films like Mulan, where they completely butcher the character, they completely ignore the source material, they turn her into a superhero, they then just conveniently ignore all the complaints about the fact that they filmed it in a province that is currently being under investigations and sanctions for human fucking atrocities, and you're kind of like, yeah, okay, Disney, I'm not really here for it anymore. But then, every now and then, you get something like Cruella, where you're like, okay, I don't have much faith in you left because of Mulan, but I'm willing to see this film because it looks like it could be a rare exception of a more artsy kind of Disney film. And Emma Stone does kind of portray that. She does kind of feel like she's acting her heart out in this one, and she really does kind of embody and naturalize the character of Cruella within the context of this film anyways. Not really until towards the end, and maybe once or twice in between, do you ever feel like Emma Stone is actually playing the villain from the original film, however. She feels entirely like her own character, with her own faults, with her own promises, and with her own hopes. And yes, it's really, really hard to disconnect the villain of 101 Dalmatians from the portrayal that Emma Stone is trying to give us, and I kind of get the feeling that there are several times where Disney very purposely made it very explicit in her script and in her acting cues that they were like, hey, just remember, we're trying not to remind people what your character is based off of, so, you know, just kind of like make sure you never bring that up. More on that here in a minute. Additionally, I gotta say, the cinematography and the color grading in this film is actually pretty excellent. Now, it is very true. If you've seen Taxi Driver and if you've seen Joker, it's very, very clear what the inspiration was for the color grading and for the editing and cinematography of this film. 
But like I said before, this is one of those rare exceptions of a Disney film that actually kind of feels like the crew was given some artistic creative freedom and they were actually allowed to kind of do a little bit new with it and they were allowed to kind of be like, hey, you know what? We want to try something a little bit different. We want to try some kind of unique angles. We want to try like a legitimately different color palette. We want to try different sorts of like these wide open shots. We want to do something kind of different from what we've done with everything else with Disney before. And I will say, for the most part, it leads to a very engaging film to visually watch. Again, like I said, I have more negative things to say, but I'm just trying to say that, at the end of the day, this is a very pretty film. And unlike films like Mulan, where it's edited to complete shit, or unlike films... <clears throat> or unlike films like The Jungle Book, where, yeah, it's an okay film, but at the end of the day, it's so reliant on CGI that the cinematography is nothing spectacular. Cruella just embodies a different kind of Disney film, and it is just kind of refreshing to watch. Lastly, I will say in terms of good things, the supporting cast is mostly solid. I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> I'm struggling to even remember one or two of their names, but at no point did I feel like they were so uncharismatic that I felt like I had to include them in the negative so it's just something to keep in mind they're not really going to become your favorite characters ever Emma Stone does kind of steal the thunder from everybody which is good she she should as your lead that is kind of her job last thing I will say is the costume design is pretty dope I mean it's not a that is one thing that Disney seems to always kind of have on lock their costume design and their art department is always pretty technically solid and that's really not any exception in Cruella. I won't say it's really above average but it sits right in the middle you know where you're not angry at it for existing but you're also like this is nothing spectacular. So with all that out of the way let's get into the shit that I don't like about this film. So first up this film is paced really 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 awkwardly. It goes back and forth between being its own sort of thing where it has like this joviality to it to like these sort of dark character moments like Joker and then we're back to like these bright happy moments and then we're back to like sort of these dramatic moments where like oh Cruella my Cruella and you're like well at what point do we kind of stop and just decide on a fucking tone. And it leads to the film just feeling like it's just got a little bit of like a pacing whiplash feel to it where just at no point do you feel like you're allowed to kind of sit there and enjoy what the movie's trying to do because you know that in the next five minutes it's going to completely change on a dime and you're going to be back to feeling the way that you were feeling five minutes prior to that scene. I know that doesn't really make a ton of sense in how I'm trying to explain it. That is genuinely the best way that I can is that the film's pacing just feels tonally off. Like, when they sat down and they edited it, they focused more on the creativity of the edits and much less so on the natural sequential movement of the edits, and it ended up with a film that feels very, very disjointed. And I wish that wasn't the case, because when the film is really going hard on its story, you do honestly kind of feel like you're excited to be along for the ride, and you're kind of excited to see where it goes, even if you know from the very beginning what's going to happen by the end of the film. But nonetheless, you're excited to see where it goes, but it's unfortunate that the pacing and the way that it's like kind of laid out just feels off and it really takes you out of the moment more often than it brings you into the moment. <sighs> Secondly, I gotta say, the main villain of the movie, if you can even call this person the main villain of the movie, I'm trying not to spoil too many things because I realize that this is a brand new film, but 
not compelling. And I gotta say, the reason that the person who is the main villain is not compelling is because your main character is fucking Cruella. I'm about to spend a lot of time comparing this film to Joker because that's what a lot of people are doing, and that's honestly where I believe that you should be comparing this movie if you are going to make a comparison. But I'm going to kind of do that more towards the end of this video because I want to really kind of drive home what I'm trying to say first. So what else do I not like about the film? Well, I gotta say, the music is nothing short of disappointing. And the reason that I say nothing short of disappointing is because at the very least with other Disney films you kind of feel like the one thing that you can always guarantee from a Disney film is it's going to have one or two soundtracks that you're like, dude, that was a banger. That is going into a Spotify playlist for sure. At no point in Cruella did I feel like that. And ironically enough, when I was watching Joker, almost every single track went into a Spotify playlist at some point. So, you know, you're also faulting on that front, even though you're taking a lot of inspiration from this film. But I think the biggest thing that holds Cruella back from being a truly great film is Disney's inability to capitalize on a dark character with dark moments, with a dark future ahead of her, and instead tries to play it off like you're supposed to feel bad for her because she's really not that bad of a person. And this is where we're going to get into my ending thoughts and sort of my summary and comparison to Joker. So if you want the short answer, go see Cruella. It is at the very least worth the price of a ticket. Do I think it's worth paying $30 to watch it at home on your Disney Plus account? Absolutely fucking not. Pay $12 Go see it with a friend in theaters. It is worth a theater ticket. It is not worth 30 bucks. But let's get into the ending thoughts. So, of course, everybody's comparing this movie to Joker. So that's what I'm going to do for this ending portion. Like I've said 19 times before this, but whatever. Fuck it. We're here. So we're going to say it again. So the thing is about Joker is that it completely dominates on the capital theme of never feeling sympathy for the main character. Every now and then you get a flash of empathy where you're kind of like, okay, I understand how this society around <laughs> society. I understand how this society around Joker can create this kind of person. I understand how he got to where he was, and I understand to a degree why he went down the road that he did. But at no point do you feel like you should be grabbing his hand and walking down the road with him. You're always kind of distancing yourself from the character and you're like, okay, that's a little bit too far, you know, okay, that's really too far. And the thing is, is that Cruella is a perfect chance to capitalize on that kind of darkness and that sort of, you know, cringe-inducing, ooh, man, I don't like how far that went, but I'm interested to see the character because I'm really, really hooked. The thing is, I don't know if it was Emma Stone refusing to go that far. I don't know if it was Disney just being, oh, no, we need to keep our family-friendly atmosphere. I don't know if it was the writers. I don't know if it was the director. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think we all know at the end of the day that it was fucking Disney, right? But anyways, the thing is that Cruella is never fully engaging of its darker source material, and it's never allowing the creative team to go that extra mile to go, hey, you know what? This isn't a good person. This isn't a good character. For example, Cruella always has this background sense of empathy, which is a big problem. For anybody that's seen the animated 101 Dalmatians movie, then you know that Cruella is completely unforgivable as a character. Yeah, you can make the argument that, oh, this is young Cruella, so we're not supposed to make these kind of rash judgments about her, and we're supposed to wait until she becomes older and more frizzled and, you know, has all this shit. Yeah, I get it. 
you're not really supposed to feel a certain way about her because she's a younger version of herself. Well, I, <laughs> except that Joker was a younger version of himself in Joker, but the seeds of what he's going to become are planted very early on and you never feel like you're supposed to be the one helping water those seeds. You're always the one who's sitting there kind of telling the other people, hey, you know what, don't encourage this behavior. Matter of fact, let's dig it up and let's not let this fester and become a full-grown plant. The problem is that Cruella never feels that way. And Cruella always feels like you're supposed to be helping water this character, like you're supposed to be helping her, oh, be better, like you're supposed to just kind of assume that she's going to do something great, that she's going to be awesome. But you know that's not the case. We know where this character ends up. We know that the seeds that we see planted in this film are what grows into a truly disturbing psychopath character. So why did Disney make this film and told the director to kind of give us this expectation and this feeling of empathy and sometimes outright sympathy for the character? The thing is, guys, you're not supposed to feel bad for a psychopath. That's kind of the whole point of films like this, is you're supposed to sort of portray it in a way where when you come out of the theater, you go, hmm, that was a pretty good film. The character really, the, uh, the actors really nailed their parts. Um, I don't feel like she's a good person, but I get why she did what she did. That's all you really have to do. And the, the, the reason that I'm making all these comparisons to Joker is because you can tell that's what they were trying to emulate with this film. A lot of the character beats, a lot of the shots, a lot of the framing, a lot of the color grading, a lot of the musical tones, a lot of like the facial framing and some of these like close-up shots are so reminiscent of films like Taxi Driver and like Joker that you really can't help but even in the theater, just even if you've only seen trailers for Taxi Driver and Joker, you'll be sitting in the theater watching certain scenes and going, hmm, yeah, I kind of see where they took a lot of their inspiration from. The problem is, guys, is they seem to have only taken their inspiration from scenes. They didn't really seem to take their inspiration from the entire film. They didn't really seem to take their inspiration from the story beats. They didn't seem to really take their inspiration from the character motivations. They just took the motivation in terms of its style, in terms of its editing approach, in terms of its cinematography, and its audio cues. And that's really kind of about it. And that's why I say that Emma Stone is so good, because when it this movie slaps, it really slaps. It's really, really good. The problem is that everything that lies in between that is so cookie cutter Disney and you're so frustrated by it because you see the talent that was behind this and you see what they were trying to go for that you feel it could have been a legitimately cool sort of female driven version of Joker, but we end up with this. So at the end of the day, guys, that's my thoughts on Cruella. I know this video was a little bit longer than most of our movie reviews. Technically, we keep it under 10 minutes, but I had a little bit more to say about this film because I had a lot of really high hopes for it. Like I said at the end of the day, it does feel kind of weird to say this, but this is a Disney film I actually do recommend going in theaters and supporting because I do believe there was a lot of talent behind the lens, and I do believe that Emma Stone sincerely acts her heart out in this one, and you really should go see it. <sighs> I still maintain the whole pay $30 and see it on Disney Plus and own it afterwards is such a fucking stupid marketing thing, and I'm so glad that's been failing so far. But nonetheless, you should go see it. And at the end of the day, let me know what you guys think. Be sure to leave a comment down below. If you saw the film at premiere night, let me know what you thought of it. Did you like it? Did you hate it? What did you like? What did you not like? Be sure to let me know. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, be sure to do that as well. Like and subscribe. Like the video if you did. Be sure to check out our other content as well as our movie reviews as well as my other rants on Disney-related topics. Stay safe. Have a good day or night whenever you're watching this video. And I will talk to you next time.